Hello, everyone. It's Pomp here. I am currently in quarantine because my entire family has some sort of radiation poisoning or something. Uh, so I have Eric and Jones on the line with me to do a little mini episode of Dinner for Dessert. What's going on, guys? What's up, my brother? How's things? Uh, I've been better. I've been better. Yeah. Um, family got hit a little hard there, huh? Oh, my God. The entire family. I think even the dog got it. Um, oh, poor Layla. Yeah. So I figured if I let you guys come here and hang out, it, it would be uh, unethical because you guys would also have been infected by whatever the simian flu or whatever the hell's going on in here. There isn't a chance that I would have stepped foot into that house for at least another three days. I don't care if it only lasted one day. Yeah, unless you brought a hazmat suit, which I don't know if the sound quality of the podcast would work if you guys were talking through a mask, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you mic the inside of the mask, you might be able to do it. Oh, that's a good We'd call. leave that to Jones. Yeah, Jones would figure, figure it out. I would totally walk in with no suit on at all. I would just be breathing in as, <laughs> as deeply as I could. <gasps> hey, guys. So, <laughs> so you want to hear something crazy? Um my wife, so first my daughter got it a couple of days ago. And I think I told you guys, cause we were supposed to play Fortnite, And, uh, I was like, <laughs> I logged in with blank with blank, our friend blank man. I, we were halfway through one, uh, round and all of a sudden I just heard my wife and daughter in a commotion down the hallway. I'm like, Oh no. And so she got hit first. She like not to be graphic. So, you know, graphic conversation alert for those who have weak stomachs my daughter like threw up all over her crib and everything whatever so i was like all right no fortnight for me tonight then my wife and my son got it two days later and i was at work when my wife called me and told me and i was like oh sucks for you guys i dodged a bullet <laughs> and i even went so uh bold almost as bold as my thinking i could beat asthma statement that i told someone that because i eat so much taco bell i have an iron stomach and i will be uh, immune from this virus uh, unfortunately here's the problem with that is taco bell is it's a myth that it that it hurts your stomach no taco bell is actually very gentle on the stomach in my opinion. yeah so i, I don't i don't understand like the white castle myth is that, that's that's not a myth that's that's, that's true that, those hurt oh yeah. taco white bell doesn't hurt man yeah, people just like to make excuses for eating fast food Mexican. I don't understand why. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I think it's like it's meat, cheese, and lettuce on a tortilla. Like, how can that be? So oh, my bad? God, that's so crazy in my stomach. How yeah. can I ever keep this down? That's just one of those things like people say to try to be funny, and it's never funny. Um, the, <laughs> congrats, everyone. Yeah, You're con not funny. <laughs> congrats. You're basic. Um, <laughs> so anyway, on my way home um, from work, I call my wife and I'm like, you know, all this talk about you guys being sick and everyone being sick, I think I might be feeling something too. And my wife's like, no, you would know. I'm like, I don't know. Just something feels off. She's like, all right, so just come home quick then. And I was like, all right, but I'm going to stop at Taco Bell and get dinner. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, well, if I'm going to be throwing up all night, I could eat whatever I want. And it's like free calories. And she's like, that's not how it works. I'm like, yes, it is. I'm going to eat the Taco Bell. And if I throw it back up, then it's like I never ate any Taco Bell. And it's free calories. <laughs> so I did that. I did exactly that. Um, and uh, I, I, I don't regret it. My wife was like making fun of me the next day. Like, oh, you shouldn't never got that uh, Taco Bell. I'm like, no, no, it was the right move. Am I crazy? Yeah, that's, a, that's a power move. I'm, I respect it. I figured I was gonna, it was going to happen anyway. So might as well. well might plus, as well it's good to... It. 
It's good to vomit out like a $2 burrito and not like a $7 hamburger. <laughs> it's true. It's economical. <laughs> I feel like we have to put like a warning on this episode for people with weak stomachs. What do you think? Uh, you know what? If We'll just name it something like <laughs> the guys get a stomach bug. And yeah. People understand right off the bat. That's true. That's true. All right. Let's switch to a topic. Not as, not as uh, vile. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday is today. Super Bowl Sunday or the big game day or whatever they call the, it. Don't don't get me fu- don't get me started on oh. the big game nonsense. Eric, I have to count every time you curse by the way. I didn't curse. I pulled that one back. Okay, okay. That doesn't count. Oh, all right. Yeah, the the it's called the Super Bowl. How could they license words that people say out of their mouths? That's just- My whole thing isn't how can you? It's why would you? Like why would you not want people saying the name of your thing? It's a very strange like it's just, move. It's free advertising off every mouth it rolls off of. Like, I don't like the fact that these, these radio broadcasters for like ESPN or like whatever sports channel, 660, the fan, like whatever it is, they say the big game. Like, it's so stupid. Well, do they do that because the NFL tells them not to, or is it they're, they're um, like networks that aren't airing the Super Bowl, like don't want to give them free advertising? No, it's the the NFL is doesn't allow it to be done. It's the NFL that actually like puts yeah. out the, the kibosh on that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it, it always struck me as so ignorant. Yeah, I think but it, they it, make trillions of dollars, and I don't. So, it's eh, a du- what do I know? It's a dumb move. I think a lot of it comes down to that they just don't want people to profit off of their product. Uh, so since there's no ads on this particular episode, I'm pretty sure we're in the clear to say Super Bowl. But if well, you this know episode had ads, they would probably sue us. You know what it was? Was that airtime for this uh, for the show was very very expensive. It was <laughs> actually it was double the, the double the cost of the Super Bowl. Yeah, you have two choices to spend your entire year's budget of advertising as a big company. You either do two commercials at the Super Bowl or one DFD commercial. And, uh, you know, a lot of people chose to do two Super Bowl commercials. On, I, on, I don't get it, but whatever. Our reach is obviously far greater than the Super Bowl's <laughs> audience, but whatever. Uh, to each their own, you know what I mean, Eric? And we have a lot of sports fans that listen to us. That's true. We should start doing sports episodes, but we'll name them different for the non-sports mm. lovers out there. Never. I we'll, never want to do that. We'll only talk about the, uh, the Knicks and uh, no, not the, the, Knicks. I, the Islanders. Um, <laughs> the Mets and the Jets. Oh, so we'll be a bunch of gyms, <laughs> Jets, yeah. Islander, Mets fans. Oh, the best, the best, the best kind of people. <laughs> Just <laughs> eternal sadness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. So, uh, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I'm not doing anything fun because I'm on quarantine, but hopefully you guys are doing fun things. Let me ask you, who are you, uh, who, as a Jet fan, who are you rooting for? All right. Well, it's a weird one, right? Because I hate the Patriots. I've always I feel like we're going to be on the same page with this answer. That's why I wanted to get it out to you first. Yeah, I, I'm going to throw. It may be a curveball. I don't know. I'm, I want to hope. I'm hoping that we land in the same spot. But mine's going to be a little, little bit of a curveball. I think. I hate the Patriots. I've always hated the Patriots. I'm very jealous of the Patriots. At this point, it's starting to get um, not even jealousy anymore. Because as, as a Jets fan, obviously there's jealousy of the Patriots. It's not even jealousy anymore. I feel like it's kind of ruining the sport that every year they're in the Super Bowl. It's like it's taking the fun out of it. However, maybe if they win the Super Bowl, Tom Brady will be like, you know what? This is a good time to retire. And 
maybe the er- the empire comes to an end finally. Because if they lose the Super Bowl, you know he's going to want to play for like five more years so that he can win more Super Bowls. So I have mixed feelings. I kind of am thinking the best shot for me to have a prosperous Jet fandom uh, in the future would be if the Patriots just win and maybe Tom Brady thinks about retirement. Okay, so you went a lot deeper into that than I did. Uh, I just want the Patriots to win because Tom Brady's the goddamn GOAT. And I want this dude to stack like a dozen rings on his hands before he goes. Because if my team's going to be pushed down for an entire like span of my life, I want the guy who's doing it to at least prosper beyond anyone else who could ever do it. That makes sense. Yeah, you you want to lose to the best, right? I, if This guy is the best. He's the best I've ever seen. And I'm lucky enough... Uh, I'm lucky enough and unlucky enough at the same time that it's happening in my lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like I'm lucky. Yeah. To be able to watch it, but unlucky because my team is at the, it's not even them that's hurting us. Like we, we suck so much ourselves that it's yeah. not like it's, Oh, we're so close every year and the Patriots beat us by a game. Like <laughs> no. let's not kid ourselves. We're nowhere near them. So it's, just, it's not even a rivalry at this point. So Tom Brady's the goat. Let's go get another one today. I like that. You know, I respect that. You know what I want to have happen? I want the uh, the Pats to be playing and the Rams to be playing, and it's a close game. It's like fourth quarter. Uh, Pats are down by three, but they have the ball, and they have the greatest uh, quarterback of all time, and they're at the line, and the, the countdown clock is going down three, two, one, and then this – mega shit like glass breaking sound happens and stone cold steve austin comes out into the into the stadium stuns everyone drinks some beer raises some hell and leaves i knew that i knew that it was going on too long for it to reach a logical conclusion i was just waiting i was waiting to hear what it was gonna be i was so curious oh man well the picture y'all Either, Let's go, Brady. Yeah, either way, I won't be I won't be upset no matter who wins. I'll be happy. It'll be cool if the Rams win. Um, the weird thing about the Rams winning, though, is that that blown call in the game that got them to the Super Bowl is going to play is always going to be like the asterisk on their win if they win the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not gonna, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, Bob Kraft was dancing with Cardi B at a concert two nights ago, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? So the owner, Bob Kraft, the uh, uh, the old white owner of the New England Patriots was dancing on stage at a performance with Cardi B. And he wasn't like old guy dancing. Like he was cutting it up, man. And it was awesome. And everyone was around cheering him on. Oh, no. Are, you, are we actually becoming Patriots fans? Is it happening? No, but Bar, Barstool had a great quote. They were just like, Patriots by a billion. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I was like, I respect it and I agree with it. Yeah. Uh, so Speaking of Cardi B, who's the halftime show for this uh, Super Bowl? I believe it's Maroon Five and Travis Scott. Very, uh, that's very lackluster this year. Yeah, wow. That's no like uh, that's no Prince or uh, Justin Timberlake. No, I'll be watching. I'll be watching the Puppy Bowl or whatever is on the other channels. Yeah, I think I'm actually <laughs> going to watch wrestling. They're doing like a halftime heat type deal. We should do a halftime show. Can we do that <laughs> with halftime Howie. Oh, you know how oh. we could do it. I'm just throwing this out there. We need to, you know, since we are three very handsome gentlemen, we should do some video sometimes and we could do a live, you, like a YouTube live broadcast um, during halftime. I mean, we're not going yeah. to because we're lazy, it's not but, happen tonight. but if we weren't lazy, that could have happened. I just want to say yeah. that out loud. 
Great ideas. No follow through. Yeah. We're all about the ideas. Who cares about execution? Let someone else do, do the execution. We'll just make up the ideas. That's like, we should do an entire podcast where all we do is just come up with ideas for movies, but never write the script. You know what I mean? Like, yes. we'll just come up with the plot and then let other people write the script and get rich. What do you think? I'm totally with it. As, and we could just say, hey, that was our idea. And no one will believe us, but who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> all, all of my ideas are going to be starring Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch. All right. So, so we're not going to do a full legit episode of Dinner for Dessert tonight. We're only going to do a what we're going to call a half episode. And you'll see these uh, from time to time on our, you know, on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify as a 0.5 episode. So this will be episode 29.5. Uh, it won't have all the bells and whistles of a normal episode. Uh, it'll be a little bit shorter than a normal episode, and it'll only have a few segments. But the segments that I think we're going to do today today are the feedback loop and in the news. Are you guys cool with those two? Totes. Sounds good. Word. All right. Let's start with the feedback loop. We're, we're professionals. Okay, so we have a lot of good feedback from this past week, and I'm just going to go down the list. All right, so one of our uh, listeners from day one of the reboot, uh, Derek, awesome friend, awesome guy, uh, he has some lots of feedback, and it's all, Eric, towards your review of Aquaman. So I'm oh, I just, love it. Yeah, I'm just going to... Rev- this is a verbatim from Derek, so I don't want to paraphrase. Uh, so on point regarding Jason Momoa. He sucks. Did you see him on SNL? He is one of those people that is so good looking that his whole life, people just laugh at everything they say so they think that they're funny. The most frustrating thing uh, is that he was so good as Drogo on Game of Thrones that he legitimately didn't see it coming that he was that bad of an actor. Um, He tried to watch the show Frontier on Netflix and it was just as bad as Aquaman. and then you realize the only reason why he was good in Game of Thrones is because he was speaking a made-up language as Drogo. I love everything about that except the way you pronounced Drago. It's Drago? Carl bes- Drago was his name in the show. But besides like, that... Eva- like Ivan Drago from Rocky IV? <laughs> you said Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. I knew you were going to say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Drago. Uh, but yeah, that, that's spot on. So I got an argument with somebody also about my comments on Momoa. And I and they were like, oh, but Frontier was good. And I'm like, no, Frontier was not good because the dude is not a good actor. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I like him. He seems like a legitimately nice guy. He's super handsome. I just don't think he's got the chops to carry a franchise. He's not charismatic like me, you, and Jonesy. No, we, not we, even close. We just drip leading man charisma, the three of us. I like to say ooze because it sounds a little skeezier. <laughs> we ooze. We ooze charisma. <laughs> Oozing machismo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got to bring everything back to pro wrestling. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. oh I love that. That's two times now so far the show. <laughs> 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 so I received a, a phone call 
feedback this week. And it, I was like, all right, I can't really talk right now. I was like, I was going to know something. And the person goes, well, I just wanted to let you know that Johnny Depp was in the original Nightmare on Elm Street, not Dream Warriors, like you said, jerk. I was like, whoa, I'm sorry. Oh, you did say Dream Warriors. <laughs> Got I a did. hard fact check. Yeah, I think it was hard just called fact check a nightmare- on a phone call. I think the first one was just called A Nightmare on Elm Street. It didn't have any other title in it, yeah. right? Yeah. Ah, that's not so bad. We've done worse. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, getting a phone call call out was kind of kind of rough. It hit me, chopped me down a little. I haven't gotten a phone call that wasn't spam or whatever it's called. <laughs> in that probably wasn't a four- number close to my cell phone number calling from a different state. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. I, I don't ever ever answer my phone because i just assume that every single phone call no matter how legit looking the number is i i just assume it's one of those like robo dialers so i have to shout out uh t-mobile because ever since i've switched over to them they have a great spam blocking service oh really that literally cuts out i'm not even kidding it's got to be 95 percent of those calls now i oh, barely yeah. get i barely get one a week Oh, that's awesome. No, you know what? I get I get them a lot, but what it does is that it puts it in the caller ID scam likely. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I'm not picking this up. Like, why would I pick this up? Is that why you never answer my phone calls? Do they think I'm a scam? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, 100%. Anything coming from Long Beach is a total scam. <laughs> fair, fair. All right. So what's next on the uh, f- f- feedback loop? We have, so Allison Arnone, who was a guest on our show a few weeks back, she has feedback for us also. Uh, she, was a <laughs> <Damn> li- <laughs> she was a little mad at us uh, for a couple of things. She said that we need to start following up on the things that we say we're going to do in, the, in, in upcoming episodes, because apparently we've been uh, saying, I don't do that. <laughs> like, I know it's a lot of work to remember. <laughs> so we, bas- we said one, that you were going to count every time I curse or that we were just going to count in general how, to- how many times we curse because we're going to try to get better at that. And we totally never did that. Um, and the second one, we told people for like the last three weeks we were going to review True Detective Season 3 and we still haven't reviewed it. All right. So, um, yeah, we could, we could do the curse counter. I, I could start doing that. But it's, it's got to be more in, in room together. I'm not going to start it today. Um, also, I really want to do the the season three True Detective review because I love this show so much. But unfortunately, that's not going to be today either. Yeah, this is a mini episode, so <laughs> it won't be on this one either. But yeah, I just I want to let uh, Allison know that I hooked up my air fryer and I fried my shoe and it was tasty. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> and it smelled like a pool. <laughs> it it smelled like chlorine, bro. We should oh, we should it. do a uh, a cooking show just for air fryers. The three of us. All right, Allison. so. All right, so you want to do a YouTube? I would do a YouTube day where we all got together in your kitchen and air fried some stuff. Yeah, that and could cut it up, me. cut it up into a little like a little YouTube vid. I would be down for that. Can I wear a kiss the chef apron? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Eric, I can, tell you what, man. Can, uh, can, wait, Jones, can you wear or Eric? One, it doesn't matter who. Can someone wear one of the aprons that is like a chiseled body? Um, apron? Oh, that's, that's that's me. I have one already. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Okay. I tell you what, dude, uh, the air fryer is going to get some heavy use today. We're uh, making some chicken wings for the first time, and I cannot wait to try them out. I'm no better day for, for it than Big Game Sunday. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh. The big old game. Big old game Sunday. <laughs> the big old game. Big I'm old so, game afternoon. I'm so jealous. I'll be eating saltines today, so that'll be fun. Mm, that and may- sounds good. And maybe some ginger ale, which will be good. Some seltzes. seltzes. Ginger ale is delicious. You know... It really is. 
<laughs> and I love if there's one highlight to Pukin, it's the follow up ginger ale. It really is. It really is. So speaking of True Detective, I'm so ready to do the the review on our next episode, on our full episode, because I caught up on all five episodes during my puke session. <laughs> I brought the it's iPad. Friggin' time. Yeah. So th- that's the real reason we haven't done the review yet is because you weren't caught up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm very. I, I'm always tardy. I'm always uh, delinquent on, on things that we need to do. But I did watch. I did start watching our Oscar shows, so I got that going. Our Oscar movies. Cool. I hope you watch the Oscar movies too. <laughs> you know what I mean. Leave me alone. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> oh. All right. So my I got mo- my mom's the queen of of calling movie shows, and it drives me bananas, bro. That's the best. My grandma calls them programs. Yeah, my grandma. I watched that new show, Bohemian Rhapsody. It was good. (laughs) It's not a goddamn show. See, I didn't curse. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. My my grandma will surprise me from time to time with the with the subject matter of the show she watches. She'd be like, "I was watching that program, True Blood. It's really good." I'm like, Grandma, I don't think you should be watching that. Uh, Damn. So, anyway, my grandma's a vampire. All right, so what else did we get on feedback this week? Uh, so an old friend of ours by the name of Tim, who used to live upstairs from me in my old apartment, uh, I didn't even know he was listening to the show. Uh, and uh, I got a text from him a couple of days ago, and it legitimately like warmed my heart because I haven't heard from, from him in a while, and to know that he was listening to the show was like the best thing ever. So it's not really feedback. I just wanted to call him out. Um, he texted me, he said, he's been following the podcast and it's awesome. And he just thanked us all for making him laugh. That was it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Tim. We appreciate, we appreciate you. We very much appreciate you, Tim. We should get Tim on the show. Just saying. Yeah, I Tim, feel like he, Tim, Tim he'd be, be a good funny. guest. Yeah. He'd be super funny, that guy. All right. The next one we have is, I think, so let me, Eric, yeah, this one's so you. This, uh, my same friend who called me, which is my, my friend Lucy, right? So she, the first phone call I've gotten that wasn't spam in like 13 years she also she just started listening to the show so she was just getting to the new year episode and she dropped a bomb on me that like oh my god my life changed so 7-eleven apparently doesn't make their own donuts we were under the we were under the impression that because they made their own sandwiches salads all that they made the donuts as well we had this conversation how when Krispy Kreme stopped you know, being a part that Seven Eleven started making their own donuts. Apparently, it's from a bakery in Bohemian, New York, called Glen Wayne Bakery. Um, we need to go there because she said the store is a, has a more selection and is even better than the Seven Elevens. Why does it have a name of a serial killer? Yeah, <laughs> Glen Wayne. If if it was a middle name in there too, like Glen Roger Wayne, I mean, then it's it Glen Wayne a... Bakery, which is pretty close to John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, really? like it's, it's pretty close. <laughs> oh my god it's not a real bakery that's actually just the last name of the guy <laughs> yeah. oh glenn wayne bakery bakery <laughs> uh, so so yeah so i think the three of us need to take uh maybe we'll do a 0.5 episode with the zoom recorder and we'll go out there and she said the peanut butter and jelly one is uh, uh I think it was this place. She gave me two donut places, but one of them had a peanut butter and jelly. Obviously, I'll get the addresses and info squared up, but we should totally road trip to Suffolk one day and do a donut taste test. I am totally down for that. I'm assuming Glen Wayne Bakery only supplies like the New York area. So maybe 7-Eleven has some sort of distribution deal with, with bakeries across the country. Uh, and maybe that's why our 7-Eleven donuts are better. 
right? Maybe we just have an awesome bakery um, in our area. Yeah, I mean, whatever, so, whatever, so, whatever Glen Wayne's doing, they're doing correctly. Yeah. So, so what, you're, what you're suggesting is that we go to Glen Wayne first, and then we have to try other ones? We have to go to other parts of the country to see if their donuts stack up to the New York region 7-Eleven oh, Is 7-Eleven nationwide? Uh, I don't think it's nationwide, but it's, it's got a pretty far reach. In the, definitely I know in the, it goes in the to Northeast. Philly. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely in the Northeast. It's definitely in Philly because we ate bakery sticks there once. Because um, we couldn't find the real cheesesteak stand. Yeah. When you get cheesesteaks in Philly at 7-Eleven, you know you've hit rock bottom. Uh, <laughs> or maybe you've reached the top. Who knows? Depends on, I, I thought it was, <laughs> depends on how you look at it. I thought it was a good night. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, All right. So, yeah. So, that was, that was our feedback. Yeah, it was good. Good feedbacks. Yeah, a lot of, uh, you know, we appreciate you all. Just keep doing what you're doing. We really do appreciate every single one of you. And every time we get feedback from you, uh, it warms our hearts, even if it's telling us how much we suck at things. 100%. Yeah, like Allison, I didn't put this on the on the weekly feedback loop, but just in general, she just reminds me how bad we are at social media. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I propose that we create a new segment for every time that Allison comes on the show where we can do... Um, uh, maybe we could just call it Alice. Allison teaches us not to suck at social media <laughs> I, for the lack of a better title. Uh, and she'll just give us pointers on the air on how to not suck at it. What do you think? I'm with it. Okay. I'm with it. Awesome. All right. So the other segment we're going to do today is in the news again, not in the nude, but maybe we could do a YouTube video where it's in the news in the nude and we could just oh. tell people the news naked, but that'll be another time. Uh, I like where this is going. Yeah. So there's a guy, a comedian slash actor that I love, and I know, Eric, you love him. I don't know Jonesy's perspective on it. Uh, Patton Oswalt, you a fan, Jonesy? Patton Oswalt is a genius. Okay. Absolutely good, good. genius. I'm very happy to hear that you like him as well. So he's awesome. He's great on Twitter. He's great in stand-up. He's great in movies and TV shows. Everything he does, he's just great. He was getting trolled by some dude on Twitter who was basically – um, telling him he should die, right? He was like, "You, sh- you should have died." It, uh, it was something he used some reference to the movie Blade Trinity, which I guess Patton Oswalt was in, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. now I re- realize why I was so happy when you died in that movie." Um, and it was probably something political, but I won't go there. But anyway, Patton Oswalt is super witty and super funny. You know, he could have came back and just destroyed this guy, and so he tweeted, "He's like, I was about to destroy this guy." And then I realized, I looked at his Twitter feed, and I realized he's been through some hard times, right? The guy ended up like he was, I forgot the, 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 the full story, but like he had a lot of medical issues. He, was, he had money problems. He, just, it was, he was in really bad shape overall. So rather than um, hit back at this troll, he like set up basically like a GoFundMe for the guy and helped him like with his medical expenses and things like that. And that's I was pretty great. And I was like, you know, that's, that's what the world needs more of. Not to get super positive and super posy on this, uh, on this Super Bowl Sunday, but like, man, I heard that story. I'm like, if everyone could just like do that from time to time, like, I know you're being an ass. I know you're being an asshole, but like, I'm going to come back and like not stoop to your level. And it's like third grade type lesson here, but I don't know. I was a big fan when I heard that story. That's awesome. Um, so that was that. What do you guys think about that story? Jonesy, what do you, how do you feel about that? I, I think Patton Oswald is a, a super smart dude and that's a super smart way to go about dealing with a troll like that. 
um, he just seems to like always have like the right thing to do. Like he, he's hysterical. I, I love that dude. He's one of the funniest people in Hollywood. Yeah. It seems like a great guy. And, uh, that's such a, that's such a stand up move. <laughs> like that's the definition of killing with kindness. Like, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Eric, and he was great in the Reno 911 movie. He's great in everything he's been in. Uh, dude, he's in that new Mystery Science Theater 3000 reboot. He is phenomenal. I might get a Pat Oswalt tattoo. I'm just saying. Ooh. Or a What um, Would Pat Oswalt Do tattoo. If your first tattoo was a portrait of Pat Oswalt, you would win. I feel, I feel like pretty confident that that would give me some serious street cred. I'm not sure what it is that you'd win, but you'd win. I'd win something. I don't know if I'd be accepted into any biker gangs, but who knows? It would, it would depend on how big it was. Like if it was like really big, like the, like your whole like chest, like that would be phenomenal. I might do that. Um, did I, you I always wanted a- to get a tattoo of um, Eric on my back, but <laughs> <laughs> but like Eric's full body on my like on my full body in the back. Oh, Obviously God, that would be so we'd good. have to shrink it down about a foot, but it'll work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll have to compress it, but it's fine. <laughs> it'll work. Did you ever see the movie young adult with Patton Oswalt? No, uh, it's not. him and Charlize. They're on you do me a favor. Just both of you. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it because that's probably my favorite thing he's ever done. Okay. We'll so, do. Just going to throw that out there for all the, for all the listeners too. It's called young adult. It came out in 2011 quality flick word so what else is going on in the news eric i read a story about um a cemetery in texas invited the public to attend the funeral of a veteran named joseph walker uh this guy had no family no one to show up to his funeral and the cemetery put this word out it hit reddit they put the word out next thing you know there was literally over a thousand people at this guy's funeral paying respects. And it wasn't just all uh, military. It was, it was military police, um, firemen, motorcycle gangs, normal people showing up in street clothes. Like it was just, everyone came together to support this one man's life who no one else was there to support. And I thought that was like a really cool, uh, really cool story of showing how people can actually be compassionate and considerate. I love it. There's so many more good people than bad people on the planet. That's why I like, I like that we, we show the good stuff on our in the newses. You know what I mean? Yeah. It won't get the ratings that the controversial hate spewing articles get, but uh, the world I don't needs care it. about that. I don't care about that. No, the world needs to know that most people are pretty good for the, yeah. most of the time. I mean, we all make, <laughs> we all make huge errors in our <laughs> lives, but most of the time yes. we're pretty good people. So awesome. All right. Can I ever tell you guys about the time I got kicked out of a cemetery in Texas? Um, oh, no. <laughs> what were you doing? So I was uh, on tour with the band and we were playing uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. And we found out where the cemetery was where Dimebag Daryl from Pantera is buried. Did you guys um, just blast the song Cemetery Gates? The, the entire way there in oh, our, our <laughs> dumb RV. And uh, we, we stopped at a gas station outside of it and we grabbed a bunch of Tallboy Budweiser's, like Bud Heavies. Of and, course. What else would you grab? <laughs> and we got like little igloo coolers, like like little fruity ones. It was awesome. And we we all like trudged in, and it's like it's like a pretty good walk from like the road to where his uh, his site is. We finally got there, and there's this 
big tombstone and uh like everyone leaves stuff there it's, there's like whiskey bottles and guitar picks and all kinds of stuff and we only planned on like pouring out a little bit of beer for our homie but we ended up getting like really wasted and the uh the cemetery staff came out and and shoot us all away <laughs> but we, we were a little drunk and didn't want to go it's we, probably we, a thing that happens often though yeah, oh i would imagine like just with the amount of stuff that was there like just yeah bottles and bottles of whiskey and guitar picks and flowers and all kinds of stuff like in the town we grew up in uh limbrook new york uh freaky todd from the lost boys is buried at the cemetery in limbrook and uh i'm sure that happens there regularly too people get kicked out for going to visit them <laughs> really i didn't know that yeah um the lost boys are the most influential rap group of the century so you know we listened to them so hard growing up big time you know who else is buried at that same cemetery in Limbrook are all the uh, victims of a long forgotten uh, shipwreck off the coast of Long Beach back in the day, uh, the Bristol. Yep. It was yep. like a big, big, uh, horrible sh- uh, shipwreck story uh, that everyone's forgotten about. And all, this, all the people who, who passed away were like Irish immigrants. And there was like a mass um, monument to them at that cemetery. We should talk about that we should do a quick history podcast and talk about that one because it's a crazy story. That's for another day. Because <laughs> this is we'll the do, mini episode. We'll do that some other time. Yeah, it's some other time. Allison, don't don't hold us to that. <laughs> we're gonna and now, and now to commemorate the the big game, we're going to talk about a shipwreck and how everyone died a slow, horrific death. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right, next topic: Fortnite. Fortnite, my favorite video game at the moment. Uh, yes, something- we're grown men. Yes, we have jobs. Yes, most of us have families. We love Fortnite. <laughs> we do, and I have no shame in the game. Fortnite did something pretty groundbreaking yesterday. They hosted an, a live concert in the game, and it was a performance by an EDM artist called Marshmallow, and it was pretty groundbreaking so essentially it was awesome it was awesome <laughs> yeah so essentially like you go and you play the video game and if you go at the if you play the game at the right time when the concert's going there's a there's an area on the map where you could just go to and watch the concert and just like hang out and watch them perform and lots and lots of people did it and it was a legit live concert inside a video game and fortnite's done a couple of live events like that before but never like to where it kind of blended a whole different genre of pop culture, which is a music, right? It, it was insane. Um, and it just shows kind of the future of entertainment and where it's going. Uh, and some of those movies, like the science fiction-y type of movies, like Ready Player One that came out a few years ago, like that stuff's going to, that's going to be real. Like people are going to, you know, play virtual reality type video games and inside them are going to like live normal life. Like they're just going to, make friends, go to concerts together, go watch sporting events together. It's all going to be um, just blended together. The, the, the lines between the, the different genres of entertainment are just blurring together. It's kind of crazy. See, myself and Eric have uh, the PlayStation VR helmet, and I, I'm not going to speak for Eric, but the thing is phenomenal. And it's not just for video games either. They have uh, apps where like they'll set up like a 360 camera at a concert and you can watch the concert from the point of view of that camera. But like you turn your head and you can see like all the people around you and like the, it's, it's recorded in surround sound. So it feels like the sound's coming from the stage. And if you turn your head a little bit, like 
it'll like come into your right ear a little louder. Like it's it's really 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 good. Yeah, it's it's amazing. That was one of the coolest pieces of technology I've picked up. Um, you talked about it for a while before I got it, and uh, man, there's like I have some like roller coasters, and like you can sit on a normal chair in your room and you feel <laughs> like like you're on this thing. And if you look, you look, it's just, it's mind blowing. I let the, my, my nieces and my nephew play it and they, ah, uh, it's, it's so crazy. It literally puts you in ready player one. Like that's where we're headed. Like you just said, like it's happening soon. It's crazy. And it's, it's so, it just, it's fun. I've gotten to a point where like, I'm, you know, some, you know, just normal, just watching TV, like coming home from work and just like turning on the TV. It's like, doesn't do it for me anymore. It has to be. Like when it comes to TV, it has to be shows that I'm really into, and um, luckily there's a lot of good content these days. But it can't be like the mindless, you know, uh, passive viewer viewing that we used to have when we when we were younger. People just like just whatever was on TV, you kind of watched because there wasn't as much op, you know, uh, so many options. So uh, it, it's awesome. We live in we live in an amazing amazing time. Uh, we live in the future, essentially. <laughs> yes yeah. and it's great i love it it's awesome all right guys that concludes our mini episode of dinner for dessert yeah i gotta go shower and cut my hair and stuff and get ready for the big game yeah are you playing in it <laughs> it sounds like you got, you got to do, I, gotta, I gotta stretch do my warm-ups well uh, i did buy a couple of big game boxes so i'm kind of playing in it <laughs> that's it well best of luck my friend uh this was groundbreaking because this is our first half episode of dinner for dessert so yeah, thanks for uh, going on this wild adventure with me. I'm so nerdy. I mean, I, mean, I didn't really have a choice. Long time. <laughs> I didn't really have a choice. I'm I'm part of the show. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. It would've been awkward if I just sat here and talked to my, t- talked to myself for an hour or so and just put it up without telling us. Oh, that'd be awesome. Pomp's going solo. No one would we listen. Have to- we have totally different definitions of the word awesome, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. All right. Well. Do we do a different sign-off because it's a half episode, or we do the normal one? Uh, oh. Just follow us on Instagram, Dinner for Dessert. That's it. Dinner and for I, Dessert, I, Instagram, do it. Jonesy. On, on, on a half episode, I should end it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it right now by saying... <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm going to end it now by saying goodbye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>